Some very unfortunate news coming out of fall practice for the Louisville Cardinals. Starting safety MJ Griffin will miss the entirety of the 2023 season. We'll talk about why this is a big blow for the Cardinals defense, who needs to step up, and more on today's episode of the Locked on the Louisville podcast. So with that being said, let's get right on into the show. You are Locked on Louisville, your daily podcast on the Louisville Cardinals. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, what's going on, everyone? Welcome into another episode of the Locked On Louisville Podcast. I'm your host, Dalton Pence. Today's episode brought to you by LinkedIn. These days, every new potential hire can feel like a high-stakes wager for your small business. That's why LinkedIn Jobs helps find the right people for your team faster and for free. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash college. Terms and conditions apply. As always, I want to say thank you all for making us your first listen of the day. Just a reminder that the Locked On the Louisville podcast is free on all streaming services, five days a week, your team, every day. As I mentioned, unfortunate news coming out of fall camp for Louisville, MJ Griffin. It has been announced that he will miss the entirety of the season. We'll talk about why that's a big flow for the team. We'll also talk about uh, Cam Kelly and Devin Neal being the possible replacements and some other options that could um, find their way into this depth chart. So um, on Saturday, it was announced um, there were some rumors that had started circulating late Friday evening, and they started to pick up on Saturday morning. After the scrimmage on Saturday afternoon, Louisville football head coach Jeff Brom announced that starting safety MJ Griffin would miss the entirety of the 2023 season with an undisclosed leg injury. He also announced that um, safety D'Angelo Hutchison was also dealing with injury and would miss an extended amount of time. I'm not necessarily sure if it has been um, confirmed how much time he's going to miss or what the injury actually is. But nonetheless, you go from a position to where you had a ton of depth in the offseason and on paper, and just like that, I don't necessarily think it's time to hit the panic button, but you lose some significant depth. I mean, MJ Griffin, losing Griffin is a significant blow for Louisville. If you paid attention to the top 15 player rankings that I discussed on this show. MJ Griffin was top five, the second best defensive player on the team behind Ashton Gelati. I think that this was a year in which Griffin was primed for stardom. I thought that he was going to be an all ACC level player playing himself into pretty significant NFL draft talks come next spring. However, unfortunately um, that is not the case. We do wish MJ, uh, a very speedy recovery, uh, minor setback for a major comeback. That comeback is going to be legendary. Um, that story is not done yet. I still think that MJ Griffin is going to be a very, very solid professional player when it's all said and done. But as it relates to this year's team, I mean, I, I don't think that – I am a person that's going to sit here and say that the sky is falling. I think that that's a little bit overreactionary. I think that it um, sort of undersells what Jeff Brom was able to do in the um, transfer portal this past year. I guess it's time I could bring this up. I do apologize. Um, you know, Jeff Brom and company did a great job 
addressing the safety position via the transfer portal. And we'll talk about that in the second segment when we talk about Cameron Kelly and Devin Neal. But um, he also kept some players on this team like MJ Griffin, like, like Josh Minkins Jr., D'Angelo Hutchison. Um, this loss, I think it doesn't deter the season. I don't necessarily think it's going to be an injury that, um, you know, makes it to where Louisville's going to have a bad season. But I do think that it means that the margin for, or, or the margin is smaller. You can't have many more injuries because of the lack of numbers in that room now. Now, granted, we'll continue to discuss throughout the latter part of this show to where there's a ton of versatility in that defensive backs room. So we could see players that aren't listed as safety right now potentially go to safety uh, if need be in certain situations. But um, I like where Global sits depth-wise with the players that they still have. But Griffin, make no mistake about it, um, a player from last year that had uh, 45 total tackles transferring in from Temple, uh, forced to fumble, also recorded two interceptions and a pass deflection, really started to see more and more playing time towards the back half of last season. And I don't necessarily think that it was coincidence that Louisville's defense, when it was at its best, MJ Griffin was on the field in some capacity for Louisville. Uh, Louisville's really going to miss him in terms of coverage skills. I think he does a good job of um, being sort of a center fielder in the Louisville defense, being able to uh, win the 50-50 balls, but also be solid defending the run as well, almost 50 tackles from that free safety position. So it makes you wonder, okay, I don't necessarily know that there was another player outside of Ashton Gelati that Louisville could have lost, and it had been a greater loss on the field than MJ Griffin. I think that um, we were just starting to see the potential. Um, we've seen multiple players that have transferred from non-Power 5 schools that come to Louisville. First year, they adjust to the speed of the ACC, um, find their role, find their footing, and then year two, they're really starting to make an impact for themselves. Yaya Diaby is a player that comes to mind. Year one had some flashes of potential, but when year two came around and so on, he really started to leave his mark. So um, we wish him a speedy recovery. Um, I would assume that this means that MJ Griffin is back for the 2024 season, although nothing is confirmed. Uh, like I said, we wish him a speedy recovery and um, hope that he is back. Uh, fully healthy for the start of next season. But not to mention, they didn't only lose MJ Griffin, they lost D'Angelo Hutchison as well, who was projected to be a third stringer. Um, but nonetheless, you see an in, an injury to um, MJ Griffin, and that could you know put Hutchison in a situation where he is mm – -hmm in a spot where he's going to have to perform, but he is hurt as well, going to miss a significant amount of time. It seems that seems like the, uh, the perception of this injury, he was not practicing uh, by the middle of this week. Uh, so I'm hoping that this isn't an injury that's going to take a ton of time away from him on the field and that he finds, um, you know, a situation to where he's playing, um, you know, not missing a ton of game time, but Hutchinson is really going to be relied upon not only for, um, you know, 
depth insurance, but also to be a rotational piece. I mean, you now have, you know, three three safeties that you think that could definitely start. Um, you know, everyone's going to have to step up, and we'll talk about that in the next segment. Um, but nonetheless, I think that th- what this injury does, and granted, you're always going to have to go through injuries, and you have to um, have the next man up mantra, you know, essentially say, hey, look, uh, you can- you got to control what you can control. Unfortunately, injuries have happened. They've affected Louisville for X amount of seasons now. I mean, we've seen guys go down, and it's really affected Louisville's season. Um, but it's a matter of doing what you can to get the guys behind that respective player to step up. Thankfully, Jeff Brom and company did a great job in the transfer portal, not only addressing the safety position in terms of depth, but almost all the positions as a whole. It seemed like he went and said, hey, look, we have this amount of scholarships. Let's just increase insurance to, you know, make sure that um, we don't get caught in a situation where we're really hurting numbers wise. And he looked at the safety room, which has been a position that Louisville really hasn't done a great job of providing depth. He went out and he got uh, two power five contributors, Cam Kelly, former all ACC selection, uh, Devin Neal from the um, Bluegrass State, but has performed pretty well for Baylor over the past couple of seasons. So two veteran guys, um, you're turning the ball over to guys that I'm not sure are as good as MJ Griffin, but pretty solid players nonetheless. And I want to talk about those two players. I want to talk about why Josh Minkins needs to step up and why he has to stay healthy as well um, here in the next segment. We'll do that after we talk about our friends and the title sponsor of the show, LinkedIn Jobs. These days, every new potential hire can feel like a high-stakes wager for your small business. You want to be 100% certain that you have access to the best qualified candidates available. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs helps find the right people for your team faster and for free. So essentially what you do is you go to your profile, add your job in the purple hashtag hiring frame, to spread the word, you get a couple of simple tools at your disposal, like screening questions that make it easy to focus on the candidates with the right skills and experience so you can quickly prioritize who you'd like to interview and hire. Um, I'll be honest. I mean, adding the right team member has a direct effect on a positive and measurable impact on your business. It's simply why small businesses rate LinkedIn jobs the number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash college. That's linkedin.com slash college to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. So we mentioned that depth has been something that Jeff Brom and company definitely addressed throughout the entirety of the roster. I mean, he went essentially position by position and said, okay, where do we need to, you know, tie up loose ends? Where do we need to fill out uh, some positions that are bare? And um, safety has been a position that Louisville really hasn't done a great job in the years prior of, you know, helping out depth wise. Now the depth is definitely going to be tested for starters. Josh Minkins has to stay healthy. That has been something that he's had a couple of injuries throughout his college career thus far. uh, But when he is healthy, has shown that he is very, very solid. Last year, 55 tackles, 
one sack, one forced fumble, one interception, three pass deflections. Uh, the 6-2 native of the Derby City is going to be relied upon to be that starter opposite of Devin Neal slash Cameron Kelly. And I think that this is a situation where with MJ out, the re- re- the responsibility for Josh Minkins rises. Not only does he have to stay healthy, but he also has to produce. He just has to rise to that next level and fill some of that um, production that MJ left, especially uh, in coverage in the back end, but also defending the run up towards the line of scrimmage. So that's a situation where we could talk about replacements, but before we do that, we do need, do need to acknowledge that Josh Minkins has to take a step forward, has to stay healthy. The best ability is availability. Um, and this is a big year for Josh Minkins. And I think that um, you know he's going to be relied upon a ton. But who could step in? Who's going to be the next man up for uh, MJ Griffin? And I think it's going to be a mixture of two players. Number one, I think if you're going to look at a player that could be starting right away for MJ, it's Cam Kelly transferred in from North Carolina after spending four seasons with the Tar Heels. 2021 was a third team all AC select or all ACC selection, 68 total tackles, three pass deflections, four interceptions. Uh, had a very, very good year for that North Carolina defense. Um, 6'2, 210-pound native of Chesapeake, Virginia. Then in 2022, took a little bit of a step back. 49 tackles, one pass deflection, one interception. However, what I didn't know that I found out after we discussed the defensive backs room back in June is that Kelly played with an injury for the majority, if not all, of the 2022 campaign with the Tar Heels. So um, played very selflessly, did what he needed to do for his team, Uh, saw a little bit of a step back in terms of production, but that can be directly associated with that injury that he dealt with. So... Now Kelly, fully healthy, you expect him to get back into that situation to where he's going to potentially be an all-ACC caliber level player. I also don't think that um, you know the scheme in which he played at North Carolina really did him any favors. I mean, Gene Chizik's system seemed like it didn't necessarily fit players like Storm Duck and Cam Kelly last year, uh, kind of. And we've seen that in Scott Satterfield's uh, defense over the past couple of seasons uh, outside of last year for secondary players like Kittrell Clark, Chandler Jones, so on and so forth. Um, Sometimes scheme didn't necessarily fit their playing style. I think that Cam Kelly is going to benefit playing for Ron English and Mark Hagan. Um, But if Kelly can get back to that 2021 level of play, you're looking at a replacement that's definitely more than worthy of replacing a guy like MJ Griffin. Now, granted, it would have been nice to have a one-two punch with Griffin and Kelly at the free safety position, but um, it is still nice that in the midst of, um, you know, trials and tribulations with injury for this team that you have quality depth that you can go to like Cam Kelly, who has been an all ACC uh, mentioned player in the past, a guy that has played multiple seasons at the ACC level, and you can now rely upon him. Now, granted, you have to have him stay healthy, Devin Neal stay healthy. Um, 
because at this point in time, unless something changes, you don't have a ton of depth at that position. So Kim Kelly is, I think, going to be the soon-to-be starter at that position that MJ Griffin was occupying. But also I could see Devin Neal kind of going back and forth. I, I honestly think we could see a combination of Cam, Devin, and Josh playing on the field. Um, with any combination of two of those three. Devin is from the Lexington area, six foot, 205 pounds, played for Baylor the past three seasons. 2020 didn't get a lot of time. 2021 saw the field a lot more, um, had 23 total tackles, and then had his best season to date in Dave Aranda's defense this past year, almost doubling his tackles. Numbers had 41. 31 of those are being solo tackles, one pass deflection, one sack, one forced fumble, and two interceptions. I think that he's going to be relied upon to be a solid um, player in pass coverage, sort of like MJ Griffin was used to playing last year. Um, but I can't stress enough how um, valuable it is for this defense to have two candidates that you can turn to that have played multiple seasons at the Power Five and have produced at the Power Five. That's something that you have to focus on here. So I think that Cam Kelly, Devin Neal are the two players that are going to be looked at to um, step up. Uh, D'Angelo Hutchison is also going to be a player that if he, assuming that he's going to be able to come back, like I said, I don't know the time frame um, on when D'Angelo's going to be able to come back. Assuming that he's going to be able to come back, he's also going to be a player that maybe not at the free safety position, but sliding into depth at the strong safety position because you have Cam Kelly and Devin Neal sort of floating to um, be the replacement for MJ Griffin by committee. I don't necessarily think that it's going to be a one v one replacement unless Cam Kelly or Devin Neal uh, jump on the field and absolutely ball out, which I guess isn't necessarily impossible. I think that they're pretty solid players. So, uh, two guys that you're going to look at here um, to be the replacements for MJ Griffin. It's a big blow for Louisville's defense nonetheless, but you do have some very worthy replacements waiting in the wings. It's next man up mentality. If you want to be a top program, what you have to do is you have to have solid quality depth, uh, not just solid starters because you never know what happens during the entirety of a football season. It's a very violent and physical sport. And um, unfortunately, Louisville seemed like it was making its way through the offseason without a big injury. And unfortunately, um, on Saturday, news showed that that streak was snapped um, with an injury to MJ Griffin. Like I said, we wish him the best in his recovery. It's time for Cam Kelly and Devin Neal to take the next steps forward for Louisville this upcoming season. But I also think that with the versatility of this defensive backs room, we could see a handful of players that are not currently listed at safety sort of slide back into that role. We're going to talk about who some of those players are here momentarily. Before we do that, I want to thank you all again for making us your first listen of the day. Every dayers coming up on the show, we'll talk about uh, this week some key positional battles as we get closer to that opening game against Georgia Tech. Uh, we'll also do a little bit of an offseason in review, talking about how getting Jeff Brom was a best-case scenario situation for Louisville. We'll also talk about some recruiting, both basketball and football. So a lot of different topics that we will discuss coming up this week on the Locked on the Louisville podcast. So be sure to stay tuned. 
But heading on into the final segment of the show, we're continuing to talk about how Louisville is going to um, react to this MJ Griffin injury news. I think that obviously the quick situation is that Cam Kelly and Devin Neal are going to have to step up. But I could also see situations to where Louisville turns to other players. Um, For starters, last year, and obviously this is a different coaching staff, but we saw Chandler Jones and Control Clark play safety in certain situations for Louisville's defense last season. I wonder if there are certain players in this cornerback's room that could play safety. I think that um, you have situations to where I think that if Jarvis Brownlee wasn't having such a good summer, that he could be a player that slides into that role, which I guess he still could if need be, but I think he's mainly going to be a cornerback. A couple players that I'm looking at, um, I would definitely say Aaron Williams if he was healthy, but being a true freshman coming off of an ACL injury, it's hard to rely upon a player to play that big of an impact right away. Um, Derek Edwards the third, uh, was a safety in high school, um, but also played cornerback, versatile defensive back that has played cornerback since joining Louisville entered the portal took his name out of the portal he is back um you know he has a couple of years in the collegiate program I think that this is a situation where we could see him play more safety especially since he isn't listed in the two deep at cornerback or at least seemingly not uh Trey Franklin could be another option although with his size limitations I think being 5'9 uh 5'10 maybe he's better suited at cornerback um But I think Derek Edwards is definitely a player that I've circled as saying, okay, you know what? He's definitely a player that we could look at into putting back there if need be for depth situations to give a breather to guys like Josh Meekins Jr., to Cam Kelly, to Devin Neal, to D'Angelo Hutchison when he gets back into the room. So um, he's a player. And then you look at the outside linebacker position, multiple players from that position right now have played safety at some point in college and high school. I mean, I don't think that all these players are going to potentially play safety, but I'm going to list off the players that played safety in high school that are at the linebacking core. Ben Perry, Gilbert Frierson, Antonio Watts, TJ Quinn, Jalen Alderman. All those players played safety at their previous destination. I wonder with the emergence of Stanquan Clark, with how well Jackson Hamilton has been playing, with how good TJ Quinn has been, with Keith Brown joining the linebacking core, with Gilbert Frierson now at Louisville, probably I think he he's probably the one that I think fits the outside linebacker position the best at that star position. But Antonio Watts, he's added some weight uh, to be able to fill that outside linebacker position. But could you see a situation where he – play some safety at times. Could TJ Quinn, could Jalen Alderman? I think that the inside linebackers are probably going to be less likely than the star position guys to play at safety if need be. Um, But you just never know. I think Ben Perry is a prime candidate. However, I think that his value to this team at the star position is a situation where it might be too valuable to put him in the back half of that secondary. But if need be, if drastic times called for drastic measures, Ben Perry is a player that I would personally trust to be able to play at the safety position and play it well. So um, you have options. 
you have unconventional options for Louisville uh, that currently aren't safeties, but have the skill sets, have the experience at some point or another at playing that position. So just some food for thought. I think that uh, Derek Edwards would be the one that I would look at the most at, you know, transitioning to play safety. I think that Gilbert Frierson is best suited at outside linebacker. One thing is now with the emergence or with the addition of TJ Capers, I could say, or I should say, if he were to show out in fall camp and early on in the season, if you're Jeff Brom, Bark Hagen, uh, Ron English and company, do you now look at the situation and say, okay, Capers has looked solid at some capacity in the front seven to where maybe we could use a guy like Antonio Watts in the back back half of that secondary. Maybe we look to put Ben Perry in different situations, but there's a ton of um, you know opportunities, a ton of options that Louisville can go with. Obviously, it's a matter as to whether or not this current safeties group can stay healthy, not to mention who's going to emerge in that linebacking core because the guys on the outside looking in could be used in the secondary for depth purposes. So uh, obviously this is a huge blow. MJ Griffin's uh, leg injury that's going to uh, sideline him for the entirety of the season is one of the toughest blows that Louisville could have to endure. Um, But you have depth at the position now. You have versatility in the defense that could mask over that loss to at least patch the defense up to where it's at least serviceable. So, but that's going to wrap up today's episode of the show. Everyone have a great day to find the show on all streaming services and social media. Be sure, be sure to stay tuned to this graphic.